Hey y'all, it's Mary Payne from Payne in a Pod. And this week I'm talking to Tyler from the Minds of Madness podcast. And the reason this one is so interesting to me and different is he tells true crime stories, but from a different point of view. And it's first look like maybe somebody snapped and you don't know why they did it, but the stories are more involved than that. And he has a great podcast voice. I could listen to him talk all day and he's a very nice Canadian. So I would highly recommend listening to Minds of Madness. And here's my interview with Tyler. Thanks. Today, I am talking with Tyler, the host of the Minds of Madness podcast. Tyler, thank you for being here and thank you for your patience. We had some technical difficulties. No, it's all good. Thanks for having me. So what I'm trying to do lately here on Pain in the Pod is I want you to tell me about your podcast. Obviously, I know about it because obviously I've listened to it and I wanted to talk to you. But what I like to do is... As if my listeners have never heard it, I would like for you to sort of give them like the little soundbite of what it's about so that they would want to listen besides just from what I have to say. Okay. Um, I think probably the best way to describe it would be uh, immersive storytelling. Um, Lately, we've been sticking more just to scripts, uh, reading, I shouldn't say reading, but talking about um, it's true crime. I should state that too. Um, <laughs> uh, we talk about uh, very unfortunate events um, that happen to people. Some of our earlier episodes, um, we were working with family members and um, uh, some victims and one convicted murderer. Um, oh. Yeah, working with them, telling their stories. Uh, we're kind of all over the place. We try to keep it a little interesting. Yeah, I think so. And and the reason I think, in my opinion, that yours is different is because you mostly focus on, for lack of a better term, kind of what happens when somebody sort of snaps. And I was actually mm-hmm. um, just having uh, dinner before we chatted with my family and they said, what's the podcast you're doing about? Which is, you know, that's a feat in itself because usually nobody uh, asks me. And so I was, you know, saying what it was and I said, for example, a podcast he did, I just listened to was about uh, a woman who killed her husband. He was abusive. And my son said, and my son says, well, if you kill your abusive husband, that's okay. I said, no, not if he's eating breakfast and you hit him in the back of the head with a hammer. You know, you have to find out why that day did that person snap or lose it or, you know. So I think that's what's interesting about yours is you sort of focus on these stories of everything seems to be going along fine and then. Why does that happen? Why does somebody... An event happens, yeah. yeah. Our, our our tagline is ordinary people doing unthinkable things. And, right. And um, a lot of the stories do focus around this event is, happens, but it's due to these circumstances. And when we, when we talk about our show, um, we say the event. We don't say, you know, when somebody's been murdered or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um and we try not to put too much time on that. We want to we want to tell you the story of, about uh, the victim or the victim's families, you know, give you an idea about uh, that person, and then talk about the event. And then you know we'll go into a we'll go into the court case and whatever happens. And then we try to do a tribute. There's actually there's actually a format to the show, and all of the shows follow that similar template. Right. Yes. I see what you're saying. You're telling Mm -hmm. the story and then you're telling exactly what happened. And then you're telling sort of 
then what's the fallout? And then at the end, you do talk quite a bit about victim or victims, depending. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, which I, there's, there are a few podcasts that do that. And I really, um, I like that a lot because it's sort of like we're all interested in true crime stories because we're interested in good stories, period. Yep. So the difference in the true crime stories, in my opinion, is that, you know, actually, you know, there's a, like a real person involved. So you do have to sort of look back on it like, all right, if somebody is telling this about exactly. something that happened to my sister, yep. what would I want them to say at the end? I'd want them to speak wonderfully of my sister, you know? Exactly. Because these are these are real things that happen to real people. And it, as we've gotten, you know, gone down the road of podcasting, you know, with 60 odd episodes under, uh, under our belts for this, you know, under the show and, um, people do family members do listen to these, to these stories mm-hmm, and, right. and it's, it's not uncommon for somebody to reach out to us. Uh, after an episode has been published, we try to, in, in some episodes, we do try to reach out to the family members and say, you know, would you be interested in working with us on this? And, you know, we have had our shares of no's as well as, you know, as you've heard in our episodes, many yeses as well. Right. Yeah. Um, so you have to really be conscious of the fact that somebody who's still in pain may listen to the story and if you don't tell it right in in a respectful way you could be just reopening some really bad memories like you know wounds that have been healing and uh you just uh, don't want to do that yeah and i think that's a great point that you make about that you tell it in a respectful way because uh you really do and and some yeah some are out there just for the gore of it but um you do tell it in a respectful way and then you do talk a lot about the the person or persons that you know are gone so all right what made you go from because i listened to your first episode where you said i'm just like you i'm a fan of true crime podcasts so i decided to make one so what makes you take that leap of i just like to listen to true crime podcasts to like you know I think I'm going to make one. Is it is it your uh, amazing podcast voice that made you decide <laughs> to do that? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't the voice. Um, I, I had I had, as from an early age, I had a real fascination to uh, for for audio dramas. Mm-hmm. I was listening to old time radio uh, as a kid. There was a a radio station here in Toronto that played um, Sunday nights. They would do a theater of the mind, so you get like the old. Orson Welles, Jack Benny shows, and I used to tape them and then continue to listen to them throughout the the same show throughout the week, and then on the Sunday retape the next one, and and so I would be listening to all these shows, and then as you know, once the digital age came in, I was able to you know amass a huge library of of old time radio and went through all of that, and then got into audiobooks, and then after audiobooks, actually I think it was probably well, I mean, I, I'm pretty much the same as everybody else. It was serial for me that got me like hooked on podcasts. Somebody had said, you got to listen to this. And I was just right. like, <laughs> I was just blown away. Right. And and, and and what a way, what a way to start, right? Yeah. Like, what an example to have for just, yourself. Like, well, they're all going to be this good, right? Yeah. <laughs> just hooked, hooked me right in. And, and then from there it was, you know, going through all the mainstream ones where I, I was listening to all of them. And then binge through those. I'm, I'm very fortunate at my day job. I'm able to wear headphones so I can, I can go through six to seven hours of listening to podcasts in a day doing my job. So 
you know, I went through, I went through all the mainstream ones pretty quick and then started listening to the independents. And once, once I started listening to those, I'm thinking, you know, I could probably do this. I did go to school for, for radio television broadcasting. So, okay, there you and, go. Yeah. And I cut sound, I cut sound for film for a few years as well. So. Okay. Um, well, I was about to say, you can't be doing that now because you couldn't be listening to film and podcast at the same time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no. And, and, and of course, uh, back my wife, she is a, a television producer, director, editor. She's like, she does it all. So. So oh, cool. yeah, between the two of us, our, our technical knowledge is there. And she of course has, has a remarkable talent for writing and, and a, and a really strong compassion to, to tell these stories and, and connect with the families that we work with. And uh, I got to say the, the bulk of our, of our success just solely goes towards her, her work on it. Now, is she the voice that I hear sometimes on your commercials? Yep. yep that's back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking this must be his wife. Yes. Yep. Okay. That's funny. Well, so you guys are a, a team. Oh, I definitely. I, I love it. I yeah. love it. Um, now, so you, you said you have 60 plus episodes. So how are you putting these out like every two, two weeks? Every two weeks. Yep. Yeah, every two weeks, Sunday at seven o'clock, they drop seven, 7 p.m. Eastern standard. Oh, well, that's nice for Monday morning because yeah. Monday morning is when I'm always like, eh, I got to wait till yeah. Wednesday or Thursday. And, and that's completely by design. We, we want to have it out for Monday morning. I love a good Monday morning podcast. Yeah. Um, so does it, do, you, do you find that it takes about two weeks to research each one or are there some that you're working on for way longer? Yeah, it depends. Uh, if you're working with the families, um, the Shannon Medill episodes, I think, took seven months. Uh, Ooh, wow. to, to, to get done. Um, it, it all depends. I mean, it, it feels like it's every two weeks. It feels like, you know, well, I know, I know right now, um, Beck told me this morning, the script had to be reworked and I was planning on recording throughout the week, but now I probably won't have it until Saturday. So I'm going to have to spend my weekend recording and then it goes and we, it, it, then it gets edited and, and then it's up for the following Sunday. So sometimes yeah. yeah sometimes it's sometimes it's pretty crazy we actually we did an episode in two days once and all the research and everything yeah with one of our one of our researchers was very familiar with the with the case and uh so it, it happened really fast i can't remember why we ended up being in such a bind i think it was the 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 files that we were working on i think the computer went corrupt and we lost an episode and it's like we've got to get something out now Oh, that yeah, hurts. It was, it was crazy, but the, uh, uh, we're very fortunate that the people who have worked with us have all been so talented that uh, we knocked it out and it was a fantastic episode. And, and don't you think now, Hey, why aren't we putting out an episode every two days? We could do it so, we, <laughs> we could do it so fast. Look at us go. <laughs> no, no. I'll tell you where the bottleneck is. And the bottleneck is sitting in this chair right here. <laughs> Well, you're you're the you're the voice, so uh, you have to you have to keep your instrument pure, and you have to have a, a two week oh, yeah. rest, right? Uh, no, <laughs> it's just it's just you know life. You know, we've got a house full of kids. I have a full time job, and, uh, it, and there's so much stuff that gets neglected because you know I'm either well, I've got to go down to the studio. I need to record this. You know, even just when you're having technical problems, I thought, okay, I've got a 20 minute window. I got to record something, and right. And so yes. I was. I was just before we started the the call. I I was like mastering and de-clicking and processing the file that I had just recorded. So, 
I love um, when I talk to Canadians because, first of all, Canadians are so nice. And well, thank um, you. I, I thoroughly enjoy the the processing and the about. About? Do about. I say that? I don't say that, do yes, I? Yes, you do. Really? Yes, you do. Out and about? In a boot. Yes. <laughs> That's how, you know, I listened to several of your episodes before I heard you say it. And then I was like, yeah. oh, Canadian, I get it now. Well, it's funny though, because a, a lot of our listeners don't actually know that we're Canadian, even though I think I do mention it every once in a while. Um, yeah, you do. Yeah, and, and they, they're, they don't even know we're a Canadian podcast. You know, people will be shouting out, these are my favorite Canadian shows. And I'll be like, Hey, we're Canadian too. Like, really? Like, <laughs> well, yeah. because you don't, you don't focus a lot on, uh, you know, c- Canadian cases. Um, yeah. we you know, sprinkle, we sprinkle them in there. We sprinkle them in because yeah. the Canadians are so nice. Maybe you don't have so many of these horrible Oh no, we, we've got some horrible <laughs> ones. They're everywhere. Okay. <laughs> That's a good spot to take a break. We'll take a break and we're going to come right back and talk about the cases. This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends you new cartridges, so you never have to think about ink. Save up to 50%. You'll pay less than $5 a month for ink and never run out again. Find out if your printer is eligible and enroll today at hpinstantink.com. Conditions apply. For details, visit hp.com slash instantinkspotify. Okay, I'm back with Tyler, the host of the Minds of Madness podcast, and we were just talking about some of the cases. So how do you come across these cases? In the beginning, it was looking for the format of ordinary people doing unthinkable things. And and then as the show grew, we had family members coming to us or or we found something interesting. It, it wouldn't wouldn't be uncommon for, you know, like a Saturday night, we're sitting there watching, I don't know, like forensic files or something like that. Sure. And, and, uh, and something comes on and, you know, I'll say to Beck, I'm like, Hey, you want to do that one? That's one that's really interesting. And, you know, all of a sudden she's on the laptop looking in Facebook, trying to find a, you know, somebody involved in the case and we reach out to them and, and then go from there. Now it's, it, we're all over the place. It's just uh, cases that we find interesting or, like for instance, uh, uh, the Kim Wall episode out of Denmark, um, we had uh, become friends with a, a, a massively successful podcast in in Denmark called Morklin, mm-hmm. and um, and they had shouted us out, and so I thought, well, okay, you know, let's do a let's do a case from Denmark, and so we had found that one, and well, tell me what that case is. That's not the case of the woman that went on the guy's submarine. That is it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I heard that one. And I remember when that was in the news Yes, yeah. and we're thinking like, what? Yeah, it was uh, a submarine. It was like a beheading. It was like, hard. I mean, yeah. really? I mean, a submarine. Yeah. Oh and, my gosh. And, uh, it was clearly premeditated and just absolutely horrific. And, and he was, he was a person that was, kind of a celebrity in the community in, in Copenhagen right. because he was an inventor. He had this space company that he was trying to do uh, unmanned space flights. And, and so he was in the news and people knew about him and, and, you know, he just went out and did this awful, terrible thing. Right, and, That's a good example of somebody like what happened there? Why that day did he decide to do something that terrible? Um, you yeah. Know? Well, I, I mean, I think it was planned because of course he did bring the instruments to commit the act onto the submarine. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. When you said Denmark, I was thinking 
That's got to be. Yeah. The, yeah, that's got to be the, the submarine. It's, it's heartbreaking. Now, why did you just, so you started with, because like I said, I went back and listened. You started with the case of this couple, uh, Gary and Jody. Oh, Jody Plachet, yes. Plachet. I was going to say Plouk, yeah. but it's Plachet. Plachet. So that was an interesting story because it, it turns out that the boy was okay, mm-hmm. but he was abducted by a family friend. It's a two-part. So what made you start with that? Because that's, that's really dark. <sighs> Trying to remember, like we were trying to think of of a theme for the show. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, it was about about September of 2016 when we kind of were like, well, not we, <laughs> it was me, and, I, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to do this podcast thing, and of course, everybody's like, what the hell's a podcast? Exactly right. And I'm like, no, well, let me tell you about it. And I'm like, you know, when I've got my headphones on and everything, so um, we were talking about it and. I think it was, we started getting into like this, uh, that TV series snapped. Okay. Yes. And, uh-huh. and so we were watching that and I, I think, I think Beck was doing some searches and she pulled up the video and, and I'm thinking to myself, I remember this from, you know, back way back when uh, I remember hearing about this and, and then we started you know reading a little bit more about it and, and, um, certainly reading about Jody and, and the person he's become today. And, and, you know, he's now a motivational speaker and, and he's done all kinds of work and works with, works with victims and well, I guess call him a victim advocate to an extent. And it was and, your wife that spoke to him directly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and here's, here's a classic example of what I was saying earlier. Um, six months after the episodes, uh, been released, we get a tweet from him saying, I, I'm absolutely, I'm honored to have been, you know, the first case in your podcast oh, and uh, you nice. did such a great job. And I, you could have like, you would have had to pick my job off the floor. I was just blown away. I couldn't believe it and immediately got into contact with him. And, and then, you know, I've been talking back and forth. He follows us on Facebook and, you know, uh, we have, we have a bit of a connection with him, but yeah, Beck had. It said, do you want to, would you want to do an interview? And originally it was going to be a Patreon exclusive, but then how can you not put that on to the end of the episode? You know, you've got to yeah. do that. Yeah. And so he was actually, I think he was getting his, he was getting his tires changed. He was in the, he, was, <laughs> he, he like, he had such a limited time frame that he could talk to us and he was in the shop getting some work done in his car and you know, set some time aside for us. And he's just a, an amazing, amazing guy. That's cool. That's cool. Well, I, uh, yeah. So like I said, I always try to go back and listen. And then I was like, wow, this, this podcast has been going for a couple of years. Yeah, three so, almost. Yeah. yeah. All right. So when we're talking about some of the cases, um, were there any cases, like for example, the, the Denmark case with the submarine, mm-hmm. were there any cases that you thought you knew because you saw it on the news, but then when you dig deeper, did you dig deeper, dug deeper when you dug, dug deeper, deeper yeah. you, you found out stuff you didn't know, like, Oh, I, I know everything about this case. I, I'll, I'll crank this one out in a week, but there was so much there that you didn't know. Are there any cases like that? Um, I think the Yosemite murders was, was one that I didn't know the whole story. Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, was it Yosemite name. murders? It was two women in a cabin. It, it was the mother and daughter and right. the exchange student. Yes. Um, and it was uh, Carrie. Uh, I can't remember. Carrie. I know, don't go bad. I'd Car- put you on Carrie Stainer. Yeah. It's, it's been a while since that one, but that one, a lot of information came out that I didn't know. 
And of course, because we try to cover cases that other shows haven't done, um, right. I'm not going to know a lot about it. Uh, for instance, like the Candace Rough Surface, I had never even heard about that case, but we were contacted by somebody from the family and, and asked to cover that one. That was one of them, but there, there are several, especially when you're, when you're working with people that have been involved in, in that tragic event, there's, you're going to find out stuff that maybe the media wouldn't even hear. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or if you, the news cycle is so short, right? So mm -hmm. you may hear something and, and, and the news didn't, if the news didn't tell you, then you're like, well, I'm not going to spend my next hour researching it. It just is what it is, you know? Yeah. But yeah. it's, it's interesting you said about the family because, um, I was, that was my next question was have, have families reached out to you specifically and said, Hey, I know you've got this podcast. This is what happened to my family. I'd like for you to tell yes. my daughter, yeah. sister, brother's story. All the time. All, All the, the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We get a lot. Um, and, and do you generally look into it right away or? Well, it depends on what we've got on our plate at the time. I can tell you since May of this year, it's been, it's been pretty crazy for us. We've got a lot on our plates. And, uh, so I know that, well, that was the Shannon Medill and the Brandy Matthews one. Um, we had promised the family that we were going to do it. Just it took a lot of time to get those ones completed. Um, wow. but yeah, if anybody, if anybody emails us through our website and they say, we've got a case suggestion, which we get, you know, almost daily, um, we're going to look at it, of course. Uh, wow. Well, I think that, um, that's, you know, sort of in our, you were talking about the old timey radio, but I think mm -hmm. this is like our new way of like crowdsourcing. Um, Definitely. I heard a podcaster say one time that the internet now is like what the 1-800 tip line used to be. Yeah. Right. Like at the end of every episode of America's Most Wanted or whatever, like if you know this where this man is, you know, you dial 1-800-MOST-WANTED or whatnot. Yep. And yep. now you've got the Internet, you've got Reddit. So it's sort of like you could find out so much more. And plus, people want their story out more. People want to be heard. Yeah, there are people that like a brother or sister or that want to memorialize their loved one. And have that story told in a way that the family feels good about, and, and people will remember them in a, in a really, in a really good way outside of these awful, you know, news articles where you know you just hear these graphic details of of whatever happens, or or maybe it's just like two local newspapers cover it, and there's nothing beyond that. So, well, that and then that makes your research mm. all that much more. Uh, lengthy, I suppose. Well, when you're working with the family, you're going to get you're going to get a lot from them, and and True. and more often than not, Beck will do the interview, and I, I got to tell you, some of them have been three to four hours long. Whoa! Yeah, and she will be talking with these people for so long because you have to give them the time to be able to tell the story. You don't, you don't want to rush them, and she'll write the narrative around it. So really, the story is told by the family members, and and you let them tell the story. Right. Oh, that's fascinating. So since you started this podcast, have any of these cases been like solved that were cold cases? Nothing or... to do with us. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, uh, Peter Chadwick, we did an episode on him and I think it was like two weeks later he got caught. And and I immediately went to all the news sources and thought, okay, am I going to see anything about a podcast uh, episode in here? <laughs> they would just say there, he was mentioned on a podcast <laughs> yeah. and immediately... The world I, was alerted. Yeah, I, I knew I knew it had nothing to do with us. 
<laughs> but, but yeah, still. that that one that one was that one happened pretty quick, and uh, so yeah, that was that was pretty exciting. Um, but n- nothing. We don't we don't do many cold cases. Um, we're 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 more memorializing that kind yeah of, that kind of story. Yeah, and it, it you know the the title of your podcast would make it seem like it's only about you know, nutty, crazy people. Mm-hmm. It's really not. It really is. No. It's, yeah. yeah. These, these certain stories, it really is what it is. Like, oh. like you said, it's immersive storytelling. Yeah. And I even, I'm, I'm even, I'll read iTunes reviews saying I was, I, I really love your podcast and it took me so long to listen to because your cover art scared me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's just, it's just a blurry dude. Somebody um, told me that some, a podcast I listened to recently and it was called, um, had the word hell in it. And and then I looked at the cover art and it looks like some scary, like biker gang something. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to listen to that. <laughs> I'm terrified. Don't judge a book by its cover. That's right. I should go back and look. <laughs> I'll do that tonight. Cause now I've said it. Um, but let me ask you, has any, has anybody ever come to you with a case or uh, even your wife said we should cover this case. And you're just like, you know what? No. Oh yeah. Like, All the time. It's so, too much. Well, Cases involving children, uh, right. just mm-hmm. have a hard time. We did the, we were asked to cover, uh, Marcus Faisal and I had to record that entire, it was a two part series and I had to record it twice because I just couldn't keep myself together through it. It was just, it was awful. You know, I hear that quite a bit from yeah. true crime podcasters a lot. I'll say, I'll say the same type of question and they'll mm-hmm. say when it's involving children, it's so it's uh, hard. tough. And, um, there's a great podcast called the fall line and oh yeah, uh, that's a fantastic yeah, show. Yeah. They're great. And they yeah. do, you know, they talk about a lot of these cases have to mm-hmm. do with children or the people that cover the Atlanta monster. You, mm-hmm. For me personally, um, I listen to that monster series. I listen to Zodiac, but not the Atlanta child killer because I just can't, Mm-hmm. listen to it it's oh another- atlanta monster, atlanta yeah. monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually that was pretty good i, I listened to it it was well it was then they had well another done. one called monster the zodiac yeah and i and i listened to that one because for some reason some you know and I, maybe it's it's having kids now you know i don't know the ones with the kids mm-hmm. and someone else told me recently another podcaster that when they do episodes where children are involved that they're uh you know listens are down that they're for for non-podcasters that means the amount of downloads you get, the amount of people that listen to it are down because people don't oh, want to hear about that. When they when there are episodes with children involved, right. their numbers, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, And that's sad yeah. too, because like you're saying, if you're trying to memorialize somebody, but it's rough, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. I tip my hat to all you guys that do that because just to research it, and then if it does involve any children, then that's just a little little. It's hard. Heart. It's hard. Actually, we've got one coming up that that will, and uh, it took me. It took some convincing on my part. Uh, I had to. I had to be convinced on that one. So it's coming up. Okay. Well, I'll, when I yeah, I'll be on the lookout. And I'll, <laughs> I'll read the notes and be like, all right, he said this is going to be tough. We used to do disclaimers for absolutely everything. So saying that this one has a child and stuff and, and it just got to be so much where we were tailoring it for every single episode. So, you know, the earlier ones did lay it all out now. And now it's just like, I'm going to try and get everything into the show notes. So, and so you can see that it's about a child. Mm-hmm. Get, yeah. Cause a lot of podcasts now will do those disclaimers at the beginnings. Like this yeah. could be a suicide trigger or a, 
yeah. uh, domestic abuse treasure. They do all, but yeah, for, for something like what you do, you, you would be spending five minutes at the top of each episode explaining oh, yeah. all the terrible things you're about to hear. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we were very fortunate. Lainey from True Crime, uh, True Crime Fan Club was doing ours for, for a long time. And so I would, it wasn't uncommon for me to fire off an email at 11 o'clock and I saying, could you record those two words for me? Oh, that's nice. And, so, and now we've got, we've got Lindsey Graham doing it. So I'm not going to bug him. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to take a little break and then when we come back, we're going to talk about podcasts that we love. Support for this podcast comes from Invent Together. According to studies, less than 13% of all inventors who hold a U.S. patent are women. Black and Hispanic college graduates patent at half the rate of their white counterparts. But we can fix that by increasing participation in innovation and patenting by underrepresented groups. It would quadruple the number of American inventors and increase annual GDP by almost $1 trillion. Invent Together is a coalition of organizations, companies, universities, and concerned citizens committed to ensuring that everyone has the opportunity to invent and patent. Because the more diverse the American patent system gets, the stronger and more successful our nation will become. What can you do to help diverse inventors patent and unleash economic opportunity? Find out at inventtogether.org. Learn more and take action today. I'm back with Tyler of the Minds of Madness. And here on Pain in the Pod, we talk about podcasts. So I'm gonna guess that you listen to a lot of true crime. I do. But I'm ready, I'm ready to be shocked. <laughs> I'm ready to be shocked by what you're gonna tell me. <laughs> all, all of the true crime shows I listen to. It all actually for me it depends because sometimes I, I need a break. And that, exactly. Yeah. And and you know, in, unless it's it's a case where I, I'm familiar with it and I want to hear more about it. Sometimes it's just like, you know, audiobooks or, or you know, paranormal stuff. I love paranormal and horror podcasts. And, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, that's not relaxing for your mind. <laughs> for me, it is. Well, that same thing. Somebody said, somebody sent me a, um, a cartoon the other day and it was like, you know, a, a therapist saying to a woman, you should, you know, use this meditation app to go to sleep. And she said, okay. Oh, calm. <laughs> yeah, you should use this meditation app to go to sleep. Yeah. And then the next little frame of the comic was the girl listening to like, and then her family was bludgeoned. Da, 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 da. And I was like, you know, people that listen to True Climb to, as a way to relax. And I am that weirdo that my and my husband does not get it. He's like, well, how can you listen to that? I, I listen to a lot of like my favorite murder. And he's like, how are you listening to that? Just walking around the house. And I was like, Oh, I just like the story. I like to listen to these girls talk, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I actually go to, I go to sleep every night listening to true crime pretty much. Yeah. See, but I, and you don't seem like a weirdo, so I'm not a weirdo either. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> I'll defend myself. Yeah. Okay. So tell me, uh, tell me some podcasts that you're listening to that you're going to recommend. Um, well, I true listen, crime or not. Yeah. Like I said, I listen to podcasts all day. Uh, I do have my, my staple uh, shows that I listen to and, and, those are the shows that are, well, I'm sure you've been told this before. Pretty much all the true crime podcasters know each other. We, we, yes, we, mm -hmm. all, we know all, we know each other and we've helped each other out and we've, you know, worked with them to, they've been on our shows or we've been, you know, we've, we've had, we've had people on ours and I'll go on theirs. And, and so we, we know each other. So the, 
there's the group that I would say they're kind of like my family. My they're my pals. Yeah. Um. So like, oh geez, uh, murderish. Uh, Jamie's show. She's uh, she's a great friend of mine, and and I, I have since told her I'm not going to do any more live or or public stuff without without having her with me. <laughs> So, oh. so like crime con and, and everything, it's she's, she's gotta be with me because, um, I tend to get distracted and wander around and she gets me back to the table <laughs> saying, people want to come here and meet you, you know, they get over here. And I'm like, oh, sorry. I was off talking to so-and-so. Yeah. I was and, trying to meet other people I'm a fan of. Yeah, exactly. Um, murderish. Okay. Yeah, murderish. Definitely. Um, mysterious circumstances. Justin Rimmel. He was like my first, my first podcaster friend and, uh, not a couple of weeks go by with I'm not talking to him. Uh, he's a, he's a great guy. I listen to what his is, show. What is that show about? Uh, he does true crime and he also does, he does, you know, like strange events and, you know, he does some, some Western stuff. He does gangster stuff. He, he's, okay. he's just a, a guy hanging out in front of a microphone. It sounds like you're just sitting at the table with your best friend and he's going to tell you a story. His research is impeccable and, he has the ability that I don't have, which is to be able to sit in front of the mic and just go. And he can uh, just, right. he can just knock off a, you know, a one hour episode, probably in one take. So wow. it's, it's remarkable. And I, and I don't have that talent. I need a script in front of me. Um, but he's yeah. Fantastic. And he's been on our, he's been on our, uh, uh, show a couple times, I think. Okay, I'm writing that down. So, Mysterious circumstances. Yeah, so, All these people, I'm going to contact and say, no, Tyler said I could contact. No, you. Well, they, well, they, <laughs> they wouldn't be surprised. So yeah, and 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 I think I I've got a really great network uh, of people that that I've met since we started podcasting, and and uh, I'm really I think I think I'm closer now to a lot of the podcasters that I met than you know friends that I grew up with and or went to college with or whatever. Well, it's like your job, right? So, you you know, if you're new to an area, the your friends end up, well, in my case, my friends end up being like people at your job or like people at the preschool that mm -hmm. you see, you know, the people that you see constantly, those end up being your friends because that's who you see the most. And with podcasters, I feel like you're sort of always, especially with the true crime podcasters specifically, always trying to pick each other's brains. And whenever any, I talk to a lot of true crime podcasters and some I'm, you know, close with and they'll say like, oh, this and that happened at Crime Con. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm jealous. <laughs> I want to go to Crime Con and be a true crime podcaster. Uh, crime Con's awesome. I would just walk oh, around and be yeah. like, this person, that person, I'd be so excited. The girls would date with Dateline. You know, they were always talking about it. I'm like, I'm so jealous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's like, it's almost like a reunion because you you talk with all of these people that you, you know, you listen to the show and you're talking to them all the time and you only see each other in person once a year. But right. it's, it's like, you know, you're just picking up from the last time you saw them. Um, okay. Do you have, you could give me some more, but I, I'm going to know, do you have any that are not true crime or not, horror? Um, well, uh, astonishing legends. Uh, okay. That's a, that's a staple for me whenever okay. there's a new episode. And of course we support them on Patreon. I, I, Scott and Forrest are, are, are fascinating people and I absolutely love their show. And, uh, and they know it too. I've made it very, very clear <laughs> to them I'm, a, I'm a super fan. Yeah. Love their show. Um, and then like, there's a lot of, a lot of shows that, you know, when we first started out, uh, that, you know, we, we got really close to like, um, the moms, moms of murder. The, Love them. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Mandy and Melissa are awesome. Um, so you said, you said that you listened to me because we tagged you 
on the Moms and Murder episode. And when you told me that, I said, oh, it's been a while, but that must have been because at the end they said that they love Minds of Madness. So mm. I wrote it down. It goes into the show notes. And then you listen. See, it was a trick, but I got you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And I, I started listening to your show after that. And I, I heard you, you know, interviewing Aaron and, uh, you know, another, another great show, Gen Y and, and Justin oh, yeah. does the, Justin does the peripheral. Uh, the, I, I was listening to them pretty much right after I listened to Serial and, and I got hooked on them and they have become great friends. And I can probably say that something might be happening with myself and, I'm one of the co-hosts of that show. Oh, wow. Oh, ooh, so, it's a teaser. Is yes, it exclusive? Well, yes, yes. Well, it's coming out in the new year. Um, okay. And that's when I said we were really busy starting in May. Well, that's what we were busy on. That's why. So, okay. I had to, I had to ask permission from the boss being back, if I could mention it. So, okay. But that's it. That's all you're saying. Yes. Yeah. It, okay. It'll, well, it'll happen. It'll, it's going to come out pretty soon. This is a pain in the pot exclusive scoop. There you go. It is yeah. actually. You're the first person to hear it. <laughs> That's exciting. Well, I, I love those guys. And I, what I found, you're speaking of your your, um, your friend from Mysterious Circumstances. Yeah. The two of them, I I could not believe that they don't have a script because- Oh, it's incredible. It's yeah. incredible the way they just, one talks and the other talks very conversationally, mm -hmm. where one will go, well, what do you mean by that, Justin? I don't yep. know, Aaron. You know, and you think that for sure they've written it out, but no, that's just no. They've got they've just got notes. Uh, Dina Marie from Twisted Philly is another person that does that. She has such an incredible talent, and her storytelling is amazing. And Twisted she, Philly, okay. yeah, she she can captivate you. Like just her, her her storytelling is is just amazing. She did a she did an episode on um, History Goes Bump. That was was incredible. In fact, it, it's not. Um, I keep saying it's not uncommon. So I got to find a new a new phrase. Well, I, you know, I say all the time. I say that's interesting, <laughs> yeah, that's and then I, I need to come up with a new word for interesting. Like, but really, what I mean is that it's interesting. I don't think I'm like when I'm like talking to you know whoever my friends or whatever. I don't. It's not uncommon. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> I, I don't say that. Um, anyway, it, I it, very often. There you go. Very, yeah. very often I will contact people after I listen to the show. I'm like, I love this. Let me tell you. Or, you know, yeah. then, or like the 20 questions afterwards. That's one of the great things of being in the club is being able to just get on your phone and text whatever that show you just listened to and say, that was crazy. Can you tell me some more about that? <laughs> right. Or you can say like, I heard that episode. It sounded like this happened or yep. that happened. Give me the background. Give me the scoop. Give me the exactly. inside scoop. Exactly. Um, so other shows. Uh, one of the shows that I worked a lot with uh, to uh, help help them get off the ground, I've kind of become the guy that people come to. They're like, I got this audio question. I'm like, okay, let me help you out. Uh, real, real life, real crime. Um, Woody is is an amazing uh, storyteller. I, I I love this show, and he's got he's got that uh, Louisiana accent. Oh yeah, it's just and you just it's it's. It's so unique and awesome to listen to. Um, I absolutely love his show. And, and I was very fortunate that, you know, in their early days to connect with them and, and, and work with them to, uh, you know, help get their show uh, at a sound quality that they were happy with. And yeah, real life, real crime. Awesome show. Well, now I know why your show sounds so good and so professional yeah, is because you've got all this experience and then you've got your wife and then you've got all yeah. these fabulous people and, and they're coming to you for their sound help. Well, exactly. It, well, yeah, I'm, I'm a little, I'm, I think I'm a little overkill. I'll be mastering an episode and, 
six hours later, Beck, you know, opens up the studio door. She's like, are you still doing this? I'm like, I heard some clicks I wasn't happy with. <laughs> well, so you yeah. said that your, your kids would be running around the house. I haven't heard. Oh no, I know. I popped my head up and I said, I said, can you guys just watch above the studio for me, please? But then our, our, um, uh, the sound was cutting in and out while you were talking. So I'm, I'm guessing that we probably have like two TV sets on or something streaming or whatever. So <laughs> our internet is just getting, getting sucked away from me. <laughs> now I hadn't even thought about that. Oh yeah. I, I sit up right next to like a, the second modem in our house, which yeah. is the one that like bounces the signal. So I sit right, literally right next to it. I'm oh, like, yeah, and you're I'm getting the signal first. You're it's golden. bouncing to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've gone through, I think like three different routers where it's just like, that's not enough. We got to get a better one. And so more, uh, more, more. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, well, and I gotta, I gotta mention the last one because, okay. because dark poutine, Mike Brown and Scott. <gasps> dark poutine. Yeah. Those guys. So I did, I did because your producer was kind enough to say, we do ask for recommendations. I'm like, I can't miss these ones because they are the, they're really important people. Well, me, this is so. a gr- I mean, this is an amazing list. And of course, mm. I as you're writing this down, for real though, some of these people I might reach out to and say, Oh, you have Tyler you, mentioned uh, you. you definitely, definitely do. Uh, and even my, our, our head writer, um, Christine Penhale, she's she does the true crime files, the website. Okay. Uh, she has a podcast now. So the true crime files. So our head that's writer what, has her own podcast now. That's what it's called, true crime yeah, files. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've heard of that. Yeah. Oh, well, she's all, she's all over Twitter. She has a huge following, an amazing writer. Um, she's been, she's been writing episodes for us since the spring. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, she's great. She's great. She's a, she's a full-time writer, obviously. No, no. She has a day job. Good grief. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Really, it just means that, you know, we all have no lives. It's all a bunch of, bunch of overachievers is what it is. In my, in my case, it's more of a uh, uh, just too many balls in the air at all times. Like I told you, we had our dog trainer over at yeah. the same time I was supposed to be doing this. And then my kids are fighting in front of the dog trainer. And <laughs> as she was leaving, I said, listen, I'm sorry about this. Everybody's hungry. And, <laughs> you know, we're not always at the dinner table together. So, um, you know, I, but I made everybody home. Like everybody will be home and be happy yeah. and be nice to the dog trainer. So it was a lot of of pressure. It was a lot of pressure. We actually managed when we're, we're a uh, blended family. So uh, Beck's girls live with us. My boys used to live with us, but they moved back with their mom. She's in the, she's in the city right downtown. So, yeah. Um, But we really do manage to get a lot of meals in together as a family and, and still doing it. It's and the kids, you know, they're getting into their teens and, yeah, yeah, us we too. Still, we still prioritize that because that's the only time you really get to talk to them where they're not looking at a, at a device. So, exactly where I was like, no phones at the table. Yeah. Like, you only have to sit here with this like thirty minutes. Yeah. I mean, just just give give me thirty minutes. I'm like, fine, <laughs> yeah. fine. And then we're like, how was your day? How was your day? And they're looking at each other with like the eye roll. Yeah, the ro- eyes rolling. <laughs> like really, actually, uh, Beck's girls they're, they're they're pretty awesome. They'll. They'll tell you everything that happened during the day and making plans for whatever. And we've had, we've had a lot of um, shuffling going on in the house where we moving bedrooms. So now all the kids have their own bedrooms. And so now there's all the excitement of what color their bedroom is going to be painted. And, you know, that is fun. Last night we were putting together a, a, a desk for the oldest daughter and, and, you know, a lot of, a lot of time together, even though we're doing stuff we really don't want to be doing, like, you know, moving furniture and putting together desks. I'm, 
Right, but, right. But still, <laughs> we're but all still, still hanging out together. <laughs> we call it FFF, forced yeah. family fun. Exactly. <laughs> And that's kind of how we are with our new little doggy. It sort of brought us all together because it's like a common, uh, it's it's a common love, right? So we're, yeah. uh, uh, you know, and so in this day of technology, we're on like a big family group text all the time, right? So mm. all we're doing, all we're doing is texting about the dog and what did the dog do and the dog take a nap? Did the dog go to the bathroom? You know. So I'm like, all right, I'm sure at some point this will get old. Oh, yeah. In a month from now, you're going to be like, "Take, can you let the dog out? It'll be just me. (laughs) Me and the dog. And that's, you know what? That's by design. That's how I wanted it. (laughs) They'll think she's cute now, but they'll give up. Um, Okay. That was totally off the subject. Sorry about that. Um, (laughs) Sorry. So thank uh, listen, first of all, I want to appreciate your patience because we did have a little uh, communication glitch and we worked it out. And so I'm thrilled that I got to talk to you. No and I, I really love all these great recommendations. Um, so tell my listeners where they can find out more about the Minds of Madness and where to find you and um, not specifically you if you don't want to be found, but the, uh, <laughs> about about the podcast. Uh, well, our website is mindsofmadnesspodcast.com. Um, and you can just type in minds of madness podcast and you'll, you'll find us where we're that's how I here. found you. Yeah. And that's, um, and that's the same for social media as well. Uh, yeah. On, uh, Twitter, our handle is at madness pod. Um, I think it's minds of madness podcast on Instagram. I, I don't do anything with Instagram. It's pretty much all back. Okay. Um, and Facebook, you're just like me, just podcast. show up and do what you're told. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And do you have like a, do you have like a, a fan site there where people chime in and talk about the episodes? We, we do have a discussion group in Facebook. Yeah. That's uh, what I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. We've got that. And that you can find under, I think, Minds of Madness podcast. And, and actually cool. even, even on our main Facebook page, I think there's a link to it. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah people are into that too. Um, well, listen, thank you again. And, uh, Listen, I I've, I've liked your podcast for a long, long time, and when Thank I was doing you. my deep, di- yeah, doing my deep dive before I was talking to you, I was like, oh, I missed this episode and this episode, and <laughs> go back and listen to the first. So it's always fun for me. So I really appreciate it. And um, if I do come to CrimeCon, you guys will have to let me in the club. Oh, for sure. Okay, for really sure. I'll, I'll take you around. I'll introduce you to everyone. I would die. That would I'm be my dream. Just, I was just messaging back and forth with the captain just the other day, and he's like, "Oh, I can't wait to see you at CrimeCon this year." I'm like, "I." I haven't seen him in a year. I'm like, oh, it'd be uh, awesome. Okay. Well, if I come, I'm going to come and locate you and make you walk around with me. There you go. And then okay. you, we'll just have Jamie chasing me around afterwards. Going, <laughs> right. What are you doing? Right. Stay focused. Stay focused. Stay <laughs> focused. All right. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you so much.